0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and
1: pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
0: Convenient installation options and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products—wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com/Colin. TireRack.com—the way tire buying should be. Turn first round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, JJ McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The volume. It's the Colin Coward podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season's here. No better place to get in on the action. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play, the spread, the money line, team totals, players, props, a lot of stuff, over-unders, jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. You know, before Joe Burrow comes on today, and yes, Joe Burrow, it has been announced is part of the volume. So once a week for the next 20 weeks, the Bengals star quarterback will be joining us at the volume sports on the Colin Coward podcast. Win or lose. And this week, he shows up, despite a tough performance to the rival Steelers. You know, and I was, I was thinking about the 11 quarterbacks that did not take a snap in the preseason, went three and eight. Think about that. Some were Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. You know, think about this three and eight. So we talk about that preseason and we talk about, oh, I don't want to get hurt, but you can work out so many things. And I'll give you an example Russell Wilson. In that meltdown with four minutes left in Seattle for Russell Wilson, one of the things that's interesting, you can't create a crisis at practice that is anything like playing in Seattle, you're being booed. There's nothing that duplicates that. Now, a preseason game isn't that either, but it's a real game. And situationally, the Seahawks with a first-year head coach and a new coordinator and a new quarterback on the road look flustered. And why didn't Russell Wilson, going to be a pro football Hall of Fame quarterback, go timeout, timeout, timeout? Let's get organized here. So Richard Sherman, also new to the volume podcast, says that Russell Wilson doesn't have that power in Denver yet. Peyton Manning had it in his career, Patrick Mahomes has it now, Tom Brady's had it in his career, that Russell Wilson at this point may not have that power to just say, "Time out, I'm taking over." And it's almost as t- Russell Wilson was too respectful. Nice guy, first-year head coach, rookie head coach. You know, it reminds me Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Outliers and he talked about Korean Airlines. So they had a a spate of crashes in the 80s and 90s, Korean Airlines. And whenever you have an airline crash, it's generally not one catastrophic event. It is a series of mistakes. On average, seven mistakes or errors for every plane crash. And there are very few. But in the 80s and 90s, Korean Air was having a problem. And at the root of the problem was because of the culture that the first officer was overly respectful to the captain. That's the theory that Malcolm Gladwell presents. And that if the plane was running low on fuel, the first officer wouldn't raise his voice. If he talked to the tower, he would never call it an emergency. He was overly respectful to the captain, the hierarchy. And obviously, that's much more serious than a quarterback in a timeout. But it does show you sometimes that being overly respectful, um, there are drawbacks to it. And it's sometimes being blunt and taking over is really, really important in critical situations. And Russell Wilson, a lot more experienced, is a much better quarterback than Nathaniel Hackett is a coach. Why doesn't he just go, Time out? This is my stadium. I played here for a decade. <laughs> I'm calling time out. I'm taking over. But instead, Russell turned, as Richard Sherman said, and respectfully looks to the rookie coach Hey, I'm part of the team. Not really. You're the catalyst for the team. Remember Tom Brady? Barking at coaches. Barking at his offensive linemen. Right? That Bears Thursday night game his first year with the Bucs. He wasn't deferential to anybody. He didn't care if he was a new guy in the town. He told the team, we're going to do practices at Jesuit High School in Tampa. I don't care if they're illegal. Get over here. Right? Yelling at offensive linemen. I don't care if you've been here before me. I don't even care if you're a pro bowler. I'm the quarterback of the football team. I'm 70% of the offense. So I think sometimes, you know, everybody generationally, it's uh, be thoughtful and uh, be nice and be deferential to bosses. Sometimes you got to take it into your own hands. And I think Russell Wilson was too deferential to Nathaniel Hackett. 75% of coordinators flail, bomb as head coaches. That's Russell Wilson's team. That is Russell Wilson's team today and until he leaves. (laughs) My other thought about quarterback play is that there's this understanding now that star quarterbacks don't need to play in the preseason. Well, Russell Wilson lost with a new coach. Aaron Rodgers lost, didn't take a snap in the preseason with new receivers. 11 quarterbacks didn't take a snap in the preseason. Eight lost. And great quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow. Now, he had an appendectomy, but three great quarterbacks lost their openers. And in Denver's case, some situational clunkiness. In Burrow's case, the timing was off. In Aaron Rodgers' case, rookie wide receivers disconnected, not working. So, I think things tend to go in cycles and the pendulum swings back and forth. I think you'll start watching more and more veteran quarterbacks saying, you got to give me a couple series. you got to give me a few snaps. But I think when you go through collective bargaining and there's fewer padded practices, then Sean McVay comes in, doesn't play anybody in the preseason. We overreact to it. Everybody follows suit. And you watched how bad – Some of these quarterbacks and O-lines were in week one. And and think about this too, is that now, if you're not going to play starters, starting quarterbacks and O-lines in in the preseason, what really looked off in the first week of the Mm -hmm. NFL? O-lines and quarterback play, right? So teams now with a 17th game are treating week one like an extension of the preseason. And no, again, why not? You can go on one; doesn't matter. Green Bay last year got drilled by the Saints week one, got beat by Minnesota. In the end, it probably doesn't matter much. But we, we, this is the way life goes in cycles, you know. It's like first the NFL's real physical, and then it's all offense, and then the running game returns, and now you can't pay a running back. Is it, you're going to see a move or a shift back to more physical practices, maybe in the next CBA? A few more starting quarterbacks and offensive linemen playing in the preseason. Uh, I, I think you need to hit. I think this is a sport of contacts and collisions, and I think you need to hit a lot in preseason. Start the NFL week off right with a no sweat same game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Doesn't matter. If you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets, two or three or four, for a chance at a bigger payday. You build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, bet the NFL every Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Just sign up, promo code Colin, if you don't already have an account, that's promo code Colin, to get free bets back if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana PENNY ORTEX HOPE NY 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1800 889 9789 Tennessee. Visit 1800gambler.net in West Virginia. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant. Inflation hitting us where it hurts, really hurts. That's why you should start using Upside. It's an incredible app for anybody who buys gas, groceries or dines out. With every purchase, you earn cash back thanks to Upside. It's easy to use. It's not too good to be true. It just works. It's a no brainer. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use the promo code Colin. Get five bucks or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. All right, next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business Pay as usual with a credit or debit card and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. Download the free Upside app. The promo code is Colin to get five bucks or more cash back on your first purchase of 10 or more. That's five bucks or more cash back. First purchase, 10 or more. Please use the promo code Colin. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, you know him as the number one overall pick, a national title, NFL comeback player of the year helped the Bengals get to the Super Bowl, overcame an unbelievably difficult injury. He is going to be part of the volume uh, going forward, we hope, for a long time. I mean, we got Draymond Green, we got Richard Sherman, and we got Joe Burrow. Those were our three targets. Those are the guys we wanted. So our recruiting class was sensational at the volume. Whoever our recruiting coordinator is, kicked ass. That's all I know. And Joe Burrow is joining us. Well, first of all, I wish you were joining us in better circumstances. So (laughs) let's let's talk about this, though. Brady said something that was pretty interesting the other day. He said, at 45, I feel every hit when I wake up the next day. Everything. He said, I have bruises all over my arms. You probably, you know, young, great shape athlete, don't. But in a situation like Sunday, that's probably the best pass rush you will face all year. That is probably it. Do you wake up the next day and think, shit, man, that
2: I can feel that. Could you feel it? Yeah, after a game. I mean, we played 104 snaps, so I was definitely sore the next day. But, you know, like you said, I'm young. So, today I got my two workouts in. After that, you know, I'm feeling a ton better. And I bruise like a peach. So, my body, ever since high school, I've bruised like a peach. People will be horrified if they saw me after games taking my pads off and my shirt off. But I feel a lot better than I look.
0: Um, let's go back to the appendectomy surgery. That's a major surgery. You know, everybody thinks, oh, it's, it's an appendix. No, you're going inside a body and taking something out. And again, I've had minor surgeries and it takes your body weeks to recover from that. So I looked at you and I thought, well, you didn't get a lot of snaps and this is the best pass rush he's facing, uh, plus Mike Tomlin's teams, whenever they're underdogs in division, they play with their hair on fire. Like It was like everybody was saying, oh, good God, the Steelers will play their their defensive game of the year. Did you feel on a couple of the throws, man, I could have used like 12 more practices. I could have used more reps.
2: Maybe. You never want to make excuses for, uh, for a performance. Obviously, not my best in the first half. I thought I responded well in the fourth quarter and put us in a position to win the game. But obviously, you'd like to have a lot of those throws and decisions back in that first half um, going into the beginning of that third quarter. So you don't make excuses about whether you had a training camp or not. You know, we went, went into my rookie year without any offseason season and, uh, you know, no excuses there either. So no excuses for, for, from the surgery, from camp, but I, I like how we responded in the fourth quarter.
0: You have a quality that it reminds me so much of Andrew Luck. I was a huge Andrew Luck fan. And I saw Andrew do this at college at Stanford. He was playing USC in the Coliseum and I was there late in the game. He would played beautifully and he had a really bad pick six. And it was, you know, it was just kind of a simple out. He didn't read the corner at all. And he throws a pick six at the Coliseum. He comes over to David Shaw and he puts his hands on his helmet. And he's, I can see him where I'm sitting. And he's grinning like, oh, I'm an idiot. He came back with an absolutely... Dart after dart after dart. And this is, this is hard. This game gets into your head. I mean, you got TJ Watt coming after you. It's, it's, it's your rival. You, you throw a pick. You and luck tend to be short memory guys. So my takeaway is, um, you know, dad's a coach. Does it come from dad? It, what, what did you transition into that in high school? Did interceptions bother you? Like, where does that come from? Cause I don't think a lot of these young quarterbacks have it.
2: Yeah, I kind of, I have my own way of dealing with it. I uh, I let it consume me for about 30 seconds and I'm mad at the world. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at everything that's going on. I'm about as frustrated as you can get. And then after that's up, I can kind of just flip a switch and, and forget about it and move on to the next play. I look at the pictures on the sideline, see why it happened, what my thought process was, and, and then put it behind me.
0: Are most interceptions overly aggressive, misread, timing. If I had to categorize them, and there's you know, four boxes, if you look at your career, where do most of them come from?
2: Um, mine have been mostly over-aggressiveness, thinking I could maybe fit a ball in here where I, I probably shouldn't have tried. Um, the amount of misread coverages that I've had are are few and far between. I had had one of those on Sunday, but um, for the most part, it's over aggressiveness. And then you also have to give the, the defense credit. I mean, I had a, I had one on Sunday that TJ Watts just jumped in the air and grabbed it on a, on a six yard throw that, you know, not every defensive player can make that kind of play. Uh, so you got to give credit to defense when, when you have those situations and then, you know, learn from them on your end. You watch the film on Monday, see if you can get better, see what you did well and go from there.
0: You probably to me, you have the two best pass rushers in football are Miles Garrett and TJ Watt, and you face them four times total a year. When you line up kind of the same game, Uh, are there things? Do you see them as totally different athletes? Obviously, they're coming on that same side rush end. Um, I mean, do you just see them as great players or do they have habits? Do they have tells?
2: They're great players. Really, our, I mean, our division, the pass rushers in our, in our division are the best in football. Um, AFC West, top to bottom can probably rival it, rival it, but I mean, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Cam Hayward at three technique. Uh, you got Jadavian Clowney. You got Justin Houston with the Ravens. You got the OA kid for the Ravens. And you got Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard on our team. I mean, they're really unbelievable pass rushers. And so we, we, we've got good, good plans for them when, when we play them, but they're going to, they're going to get sacks. That's what they do. That's what they get paid a lot, a lot of money to do. Um, uh, so they're going to get theirs. You just got to try to limit it and, and protect the ball. So
0: 11 quarterbacks didn't take a snap in preseason. You, it was because of surgery. Some guys just didn't want to do it. I get it. The more we pay quarterbacks, you know, maybe the more protective they are. Like, I totally get it. But the quarterbacks that didn't take snaps and there were many great ones went three and eight. Right. And, um, you know, some guys quarterbacks have told me through the years, they like to get popped. They, you know, they like to get hit. So this year, Mahomes, by the way, does play and was great on Sunday next year, given a choice, would you want to play some in the preseason?
2: Yeah, I would have liked to play some this year. I, uh, that was my plan going in. We hadn't discussed that with our coaching staff uh, at camp because, you know, I had the surgery the day before camp started. And so we would just didn't have the opportunity. But that was going to be a request of mine. I'd like to play at least a series, just get the feeling of live bullets, get out there with the guys, feel the communication in a game setting. And I think that's pretty underrated. So next year I would like to, but, you know, we'll see. Listen, you led the Super Bowl with two minutes left.
0: Um, You're not only a franchise quarterback, you're able to do what very few in my sportscasting career can do. Go to an organization that's struggling, young coach, O-line struggling. You know, again, it's Andrew Luck and you turn it around. So listen, losing sucks and you haven't lost a lot. And so it was a go either way game, you lose. Where do you go emotionally after that? Because the history of the league is Super Bowl loser is never good the next year. And I said on the air, I said, it feels different for Cincinnati. Like, I think they're going to be really good. I don't know what Cleveland's doing at quarterback. I'm not sure if Pittsburgh's got the quarterback button down. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they address the interior line. They have a pass rush, receivers, quarterback. Like, I don't see the weakness. Um but did you just say, I'm getting the hell out of football for two weeks. Like, I have to just go hide.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was about uh, – you know, I still got my workouts in. I still – that's what I enjoy doing. That's how I relax. I get get some workouts in. So, got to the weight room, did that. But, you know, watched the film the day after of the Super Bowl and then put it behind me. Didn't talk about it. Didn't think about it. Um, tried to move on to this year. and. I mean, we got 16 games left, bad, bad start, but we were one and one last year. We got a chance to be one and one this year going into Dallas, big game on the road. If we come out with that, we're going to be feeling a lot better.
0: Joe Burrow today and Joe Burrow first start in the NFL. So I want you to go back if you can. Where are you significantly better today than you were all those starts ago?
2: at the line of scrimmage I really understand you know the plays that aren't going to work versus a certain look and you know I have enough reps under my belt that I know what play to get to uh, against that same look Um, just because year three in the system I've seen a lot of more football than I had you know that first year and same coaches basically since my rookie season and I think that's I mean that's so underrated across the league. You see a lot of these young guys with a different offensive coordinator each year and you're learning a new offense, new language, new way of talking about every play each year. And I don't, I'm not sure that's a recipe for success. And so, you know, the way that the front office has surrounded me with really good, smart people that understand the game, that play hard. And then the coaches that, give us a great game plan each week i mean i really couldn't have asked for a better situation to come into the league to.
0: you know you um one of the things that you did early in your career is you you know you told the front office we should get jamar chase and people said geez joe your offensive line and you're like no no this this guy's completely different, which Jamar Chase is one of the, you get about one a year in college football where you're watching a player in college and you're like, oh, that's a pro football player just playing on Saturdays. Like he's way better. So not all the quarterbacks would be comfortable with that. Knowing that you needed like protection. I mean, it's part of the rebuild on that offensive front. Did you make a decision one day to just say, I'm just going to go and tell our front office guys you're making a, How did you preface it? How do you go about as a young quarterback going to a general manager or going to an executive and
2: saying that? So I didn't go up there and do it. I think what made me feel great was they came to me and asked me. I think, you know, as a quarterback, as somebody that has felt like they've earned respect in the league, when all we want to feel is to feel included in decisions, whether we are or we aren't. you know, they just kept me in the loop. They asked me my, my opinion on Jamar. And I said, I mean, he's a home run. He just makes the game look easy. Right. There's not a lot of people like him. Right. Um, it, I mean, the way he catches the ball, runs routes, makes people miss when he gets the ball, shrugs defenders off. I mean, he's really just incredible. He played 95 snaps on Sunday. And <laughs> I mean, that's not normal in <laughs> our, our Z receiver goes down. T gets a concussion in the first quarter. And so we're moving Jamar from X to Z to the slot. And he's playing 95 snaps. I mean, he's a really smart cerebral football player that just goes hard.
0: Did you know instantly, first LSU practice, he was this?
2: So he was the first person that I threw with when I got to LSU. I didn't know anybody. But I go in on Saturday, and Jamar's the first person in there with me. Uh I'd be lying if I said I knew that he was going to become exactly what he is now, but we kind of grew up as football players together, understood. I mean, he, was, he didn't play a lot his freshman year, but, you know, I saw the talent, and he caught my first touchdown pass at LSU. And like I said, we just grew up as football players together at the college level and then the same thing at the NFL level. And so we have this rare connection and unspoken understanding of routes. And when we get to the line of scrimmage, it could just be a look that, you know, he knows what I want. I know what he wants. And I think that's rare.
0: So I have this kind of weird theory that quarterbacks have become American royalty. So when I was a kid in the 70s, the biggest stars in sports were like shortstops like the Yankee shortstop or a Dodger shortstop, or an NBA star. Internationally, the biggest stars are like tennis stars or a soccer star. But football now has taken over our world. Quarterbacks are now being paid for social stuff, for shoe stuff. You are the biggest stars in America. And it's probably just a coincidence, but over the last 10 to 12 to 15 years, I think there's an advantage to playing in Buffalo, New Orleans, Green Bay, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Kansas City. They're not large media markets. You can literally hide because you guys are literally you know you you, you are superstars, and it's like a big part of the NFL star quarterback group. It's right in the middle of the country. New York's mm-hmm. quarterbacks not as pronounced. You know Russell Wilson left Seattle. And you talked about a perfect situation. I'm like, Cincinnati's perfect. You get a yard. You can have dogs. You're not close to your parents. It's not a big yeah. media market. And I feel like there's an advantage that Joe Burrow, who's the Joe Namath of this generation. Kind of cool, national title. You can pretty much hide in Cincinnati, can't you?
2: Well, I think I'm uniquely positioned to... You know, have success in Cincinnati because I'm from Ohio. I understand the people of Ohio. So I have this connection to the, the fan base that I don't think a lot of other quarterbacks across the league have. I understand them. They understand me. It's just something about growing up in, in the same area of the country that unites people from that area and everybody feels it where they're from. When they get back to their hometown, it, it feels different than, you know, when they, they go to New York or L.A. Just I understand these people and, and they understand me. And I think that has kind of drawn, drawn them to me and drawn me to them. And it, it's really been a, a perfect match.
0: Well, I was going to say, you had to transfer. People in Ohio feel overlooked, fly yeah. over country. Is, is that what you mean?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's nothing, nothing easy in Ohio. You grow up, you grow up tough adversity you got to push through it and people that come out on top are are great people i stay here in the off season just because i'm an ohio guy uh i love the people love the place it's been great
0: you have to have dogs don't you
2: no i'm actually uh i'm more of a cat guy (laughs) wow
0: (laughs) (laughs) what a revelation well you know (laughs) but cats are curious also you're busy
2: so like dogs are work Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I I had cats, or I had one cat growing up, and I had I had a lizard, I had turtles, uh, but no dogs. Never was allowed to have a dog.
0: Wow. Well, let me tell you something. They're great, but they're work. I have to clean stuff up in the yard every single day. It's It's not pretty. It's
2: like a child. It's like a child.
0: It's a child that poops in the yard. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what it is, and I have two of them. Yeah. And they're amazing. It's it's funny if i was in my position people compare all the time this talk show host this talk show host this talk show host i kind of tune it out cuz i think everybody's unique you do your own thing some are tv some are radio but there are, there are times in my career i've seen some comparisons and i've thought eh, you're not you don't really understand the business quarterbacks i'm guilty we're always comparing you guys. We're always comparing. Is there ever times you just want to call a show and go, the hell are you talking about? You you don't understand.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is for sure. For sure. Um and it's usually not with me. It's usually with different people across the league. Like I don't I don't think Matt Stafford gets enough credit. I don't think Kirk Cousins gets enough credit for how well they played for so long. Um it, it's people Quarterbacks like that in certain markets that maybe didn't have the team success for a long time, didn't get the playoff wins, but, you know, they were really, really good for a long time and have played well, made a lot of money. And then, you know, if I was to lose a Super Bowl to somebody, I'm glad it was Matthew Stafford just because of what he's gone through in the league. You know, he was in Detroit, no playoff wins, was really good for a long time, had a lot of good teams, but just couldn't quite get over that hump. And, you know, what he did with with L.A. last year, I was I was happy to watch that.
0: Yeah. The um, for the record, a Super Bowl. Uh, Bill Romanowski once told me he does not remember the first series. He said it's flashlights. He goes, it didn't happen. It's like an alien abduction. People tell me it happened. I don't remember it. Yeah. Go to your first series. Is it a little bit of a blur? Is it, was it greater than you anticipated?
2: It felt like a, a dinner party, and we were the entertainment. It was because it, I mean, you come off a road game in Kansas City, a road game in Tennessee, and then you know your first home win in the playoffs in thirty some years, and then you go to the Super Bowl, and it's more corporate, and there's it, it just took a second to get used to. It didn't feel like a, a playoff football game. It was it was it was a weird feeling at the beginning for sure. Yeah, but nerves weren't a factor? No. I mean, once you get out there, football is football. You you prepare all week to, to get those nerves out. And, you know, they come the days leading up, but then once you get to game day, you know you're prepared. You know you've, you've done the film study. You understand your game plan, and so you're out there playing free.
0: This week's gold medal performance goes to a quarterback who lived up to the hype in week one. Josh Allen showed his MVP worth in the Bills' opening romp over the Rams. Unlike Brady in Montana, Allen isn't the best quarterback in the NFL, but he's the most talented. More physical than Big Ben, more refined than Cam Newton. Allen will have an amazing career while sometimes driving you crazy. Love watching him play though. This week's gold medal performance sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. The stock market's been plummeting. Many economists predicting it's just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this gold. In the 2008 crash, when the market dipped, gold went up. Yep, Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-674Herd. 866- 66674h e r d or perhaps download their comprehensive gold guide it's great at legacypminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com
1: let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket legal shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years
2: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings
1: YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: So I, when you put the jacket on, and I cut a promo where I put your glasses and your jacket on, but I do believe that it's like a fight. Mike Tyson, remember when Mike Tyson was in his prime and he would only wear black shorts and a, a hoodie that was ripped off. And so I believe that was all part of him saying, I'm fighting to death. I don't want any glitz. I don't want anything. This is I am. I want to be as Spartan as uh, minimalistic as I can be. I don't want any frou frou stuff. I don't. And I really thought that was part of his mindset. Like Mike was just, I want to look like I'm going to spar. And when I watch you come into games, I think, oh, that's a mindset. Joe's cool. Joe's confident. Joe's the man. Now that's probably a reach by me, but I (sighs) think fans. But I, 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 Joe, before I do every show. I go hide for 10 to 12 minutes and I just get it in my head. I'm performing. Yep. It's my opening rant. I'm performing. Jerry Seinfeld does that. Seinfeld will sign autographs 15 minutes before the show. Jerry is like, I got to go hide. I've got to mm-hmm. get into it. You're, you're performing. So when I watch you in your outfits, my takeaway is, oh, no, he's getting into a space. This game, he wakes up. It's game day. Am I wrong on that?
2: You're not, you're not far off. You know, I, uh, I always felt like you look good. You feel good, you play good. And whether that was my uniform or what I wore to the game, it used to be suits every single game, try to look sharp. And then, you know, I kind of evolved as a person and have found things that I like, that I enjoy wearing. Um, and not all of, I would, some of the stuff I would never wear out to dinner. But <laughs> like you said, game day is different. Uh, it's, it's a mindset. It's, you're going in there to, I mean, it's not a fight, but you're going to go in there and, and go to war with guys that get paid just like you two and work just as hard as you do throughout the week to try to take something from you. And you got to go take it from them.
0: All right. You face the Cowboys. Have you ever faced the Cowboys? No. Okay. So when I was a kid, um, I didn't have any feelings about the Cowboys. I really didn't. I, I, was, a, a, I was a Seahawk fan. I didn't like the Raiders. I thought they, you know, they were cheap. I like the Seahawks. But I never as a Midwest kid did were the with the Cowboys anything to you.
2: No, I knew they I enjoyed watching them on Thanksgiving. That's about it. You know, I wasn't a big NFL football fan growing up. I was more of a college football fan. Um, and so I would I would watch the NFL every now and then on you know back Thanksgiving was the big the big holiday that I would watch with the family. But other than that, I didn't watch a lot of NFL football and and didn't really interest me.
0: Do you think in a weird way that helps you that you're not in awe of it?
2: Yeah, probably. You know, I was, when I got to college, it was probably more of a culture shock than college to the NFL. Just because, you know, I played at a small high school and then you go to Ohio state and there's all the best players in the country. And you're like, wow, do I really belong here? You see all these people flying around making plays and so it took me a while to adjust to that. But then, you know, you get to the NFL. I played at Ohio State. I played at LSU. I've seen all this different kind of football with all these players. The adjustment came more naturally.
0: All right. So it's Tuesday. Is Tuesday just film day for you?
2: Yeah. Work, get my workouts in. Get my massage. Get all, all the preliminary film study in before you get in to the week tomorrow, understand what you're going to watch. And then we get sent the the scouting report, the preliminary game plan tonight. So you go through that. So you've you got questions or tomorrow morning, you can, you know, give some insight about what you're thinking, maybe change this, change this, and maybe tweet that there. And then it just kind of evolves throughout the week.
0: All right. The first to 20, that was easy. 25 minutes, you're in and out. Look at that. No bruises. I don't want to see you with your hoodie off. I don't want you to distract and and (laughs) scar our audience. Uh, He's a bruiser, folks. What, What can we say? All right. This is awesome. Easy lift. Can't wait for it. Go crush. Watching this week.
2: Yes, sir. Appreciate it.
0: You bet.